Welcome everyone to Balance Your Life Podcast. My name is Megan Farrell and I'm the host of this podcast and the creator of Balance by Megan. On this podcast, we talk about all things yoga, wellness, health, and spirituality with guests from around the world. So grab your crystals, grab your essential oils, and let's dive into it. Welcome back to another episode of Balanced Life Podcast. My name is Megan Farrell and I am the host of the show. How is everyone? I know it has been a crazy week for all of my US friends out there. I do have quite a few of you in my life and you know, <laughs> I feel like even for us in Canada, like it's been a stressful, stressful week to watch you guys go through your election. So the votes are in. Congratulations. You know, how whoever you voted for, I just, I know it's been a stressful week. I hope you took care of yourself. I hope you really kind of stood, stood back from everything. Maybe you took a detox from social media for a little bit. That's been something that I've been doing as well, not because of the election or anything, just, you know, because because sometimes it is definitely needed. I have been posting on social media, but I have not been consuming social media. So that has been really, really beneficial for me. Um, But anyways, yeah, I hope you guys just took time for yourself, did a lot of self-care, did a lot of anxiety relief, you know, meditations, yoga, exercise, walks, all that good stuff. So happy Monday. I hope everyone had an incredible week. It is currently 23 degrees out where I'm living and at the time of this recording it is November 7th so I'm all for this weather. I hope this stays, (laughs) this weather stays as we move in through winter. Today is another shorter podcast episode. I would actually love to know, do you guys like these shorter podcast episodes? Do you prefer the hour-long guest ones? I kind of like a mixture of both myself when I'm listening to a podcast. You know, the longer ones are definitely nicer if you're going on a drive somewhere. However, the shorter ones are sometimes very consumable, right? Like, especially if you're on a walk or if you're just getting ready in the morning. I do like the shorter episodes too. So I like a mixture of both, but tag me on Instagram. Let me know what you guys like. Do you like longer episodes? Do you like these shorter podcast episodes? And today's podcast episode is all about meditation. So I've been practicing meditation for two solid years now. I do it every single morning. And it's something that I think a lot of people want to practice, they've tried practicing, maybe they just, it never really stuck with them, and maybe they have absolutely no idea how to even start. I know that's where I was kind of at. I was actually very biased against meditation, and I've talked about that before, where I also, I want to just apologize. I'm just getting over like a sinus infection, and I feel like I'm so nasally right now, but like, here we are, we're still doing this thing. So um, yeah, I was really biased. I did not want to start meditation. I did not understand the concept of meditation. I was just like, no, I don't want to sit there cross-legged chanting ohm for an hour in a dark room. Like, thanks, but no thanks. And meditation has absolutely, it's just been such a game changer. It's absolutely blown my mind with how how much better I feel when I do meditation. I 
you know, I've been very open about my struggles with anxiety and depression and meditation really, really helps me to be centered. It really helps calm me down. It helps me to stay focused. And I'm not to say like, you know, day by day, it's different. Some days I do meditation and I'm like, oh, well, that was, (laughs) you know, didn't really do anything for me. You know, I I went through a to-do list or, you know, what have you the whole time. But for the most part, it really, really, really does help me. And there's so many studies out there that say how amazing meditation is. You know, I've gotten to the point sometimes where I will, if it's a choice between yoga and meditation, I will choose meditation. And just to really give myself a chance to calm down, to be present, that has been, you know, we talk about mindfulness and being present and meditation has really, really given me all of that. So today I'm answering a few questions that I've gotten, you know, from audience, from friends, from people in some of these Facebook groups that I follow about meditation. And I thought it would be fun to answer them because I've seen a lot of these come up multiple times. So obviously it's a question people have, and I wanted to provide my perspective and my answers, right? So these are my answers. These are my opinions. I've been trained in meditation, but you know, whatever lands with you, if one of these lands with you and the other don't, great. If all of these land with you, fantastic. Take what really resonates with you. Be open. Let me just say to be very, very open to the idea of meditation and to practicing it. And then take what's really resonating with you. And also, you know, start small. Like, let's just make that, uh, you know, step number one here is start small. Don't say you've never meditated in your life and tomorrow you're going to start by waking up an hour early and meditating for an hour. Like, (laughs) you're setting yourself up for failure. I truly do believe that when you overwhelm yourself with, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to change my diet tomorrow. I'm going to meditate for an hour in the morning. I'm going to do an hour of yoga. And you've never done any of these. Like, you're bound to just fail. So set yourself up for success. Start small. You know, I always say start with five minutes. If five minutes is all you did for, you know, even a month in the morning or evening, I'll talk about which way you can go and which way is best for you. Then do that and be proud of yourself for doing that. That's five more minutes that you're doing something incredibly beneficial for your brain. You're doing something incredibly beneficial, you know, against Alzheimer's is Alzheimer's disease and dementia. We know this to be true from studies, from, you know, scientists and research. You know, we're just, we're really rewiring some of those grooves in the brain. We're lowering our chance of anxiety and depression. We really strengthen the parts of the brain that are associated with, you know, calmness and happiness. So five minutes is all you need, guys. Don't make this, you know super, super crazy. So let me just pull up my phone. So I like took down the questions, I screenshotted them. And I'm going to go through and answer them for you. So the first question is, what is the best time to do your meditation? (laughs) And the answer, my honest answer is it honestly depends on the person. So if you are a morning person, then first thing in the morning, if you are a night person before bed. So my mentor, my coach, or my teacher used to tell me, make it the first 
thing you do in the morning or make it the last thing you do at night. And this doesn't have to be set in stone, right? Like I've said before, I started my meditation practice in the evening. I tried it for a little while. I I think I tried it for about a month, maybe, you know, a week or so more or less, give or take. And I just decided it wasn't for me. You know, I, I felt like I wasn't like I was just doing it to do it because I was like, oh God, I got to meditate. Like I said, I was going to do this for five minutes. So I switched to the morning and it's been such a game changer for me. So that's just to say, like, maybe you decide I'm going to do it in the morning and you decide, you know what, it actually really helps me better to sleep. So I'm going to switch to the evening. This does not have to be set in stone. I will say, try to give yourself a little bit of time with this though. Like maybe start with the first two weeks of being super dedicated to the first five minutes of your morning. And after that, if you decide you want to switch, then go ahead and switch. No harm. Just, you know, (laughs) just roll with it, switch with it, and then stick with that for a bit and see what works for you. What props should I buy to start my meditation practice or for my meditation practice? So you, I sometimes we can get online and we can see people with like, you know, bolsters and eye pillows and meditation cushions and, you know, all this fun stuff, which is like fun to have, but you really, really, really don't need anything for a meditation practice. You know, a pillow or a cushion is nice to sit on, especially if this is brand new and you're not used to it. So like something a little bit more of a cushion to sit on is nice. But again, it's not necessary. You can have, like, I love having some of the luxurious items in my meditation practice now. I did not have these when I was first starting out. But essential oils are super nice. I have two that I kind of flip-flop between. They're both, they were both given to me as gifts. So I honestly can't even tell you what the mixture of essential oils are in it. But the one is called Zen and it's super grounding. It's super like calming. And then the second one is called Believe and it's more of a citrusy, uplifting, energizing scent. They're both beautiful and I just kind of go off of what I'm feeling for the day. Smudge sticks are really nice to have. The crystals are really nice to have. Again, these are just luxury items. Like you absolutely do not need to have them. And I only started introducing them into my practice about a year after I was meditating. So you really honestly just need a willingness to start your meditation practice. That's the only thing that is required of you. Why do I feel restlessness in my legs while doing breathing meditation? (laughs) So this was me when I first started, like instantly my right leg would go to sleep. Just like, like the moment I was like, okay, we're meditating. It was like instantly pins and needles. It was the worst. So honestly, try a different position. You know, there's a lot of people who say you can't, quote unquote, you can't meditate while you're laying in a bed. If, if that's your only option, if, you know, maybe you suffer with really, really bad back, like if my husband's back's really bothering him, that's how he'll meditate. If you're tempted to fall asleep, I would say try meditating sitting up, but just try a different position. You know, there's This is like a muscle, right? You will get better at meditating just like anything. The more you do it, the more consistent you are in it, the better you become at it. But if you're like, oh God, like my leg is falling asleep, that would take me out of my meditation, right? I would rather you just quickly switch your legs or wake up your foot, whatever you have to do so that you're not distracted the whole time and you like, you 
even if it's like your five seconds, you switch cross, uncross your legs, switch them, send them out long, straight in front of you, like whatever, so you can get back into your meditation. I would rather you do that than just sit there the entire time and be so distracted by your leg being asleep. So you can try sitting with a pillow underneath you. Sometimes it's honestly our way, like our mind psyching us out. So we stop doing it, right? We know that the mind does not love change. And even though this is something where like it's beneficial for the mind, it's really good for the mind, it's change. And so the, the mind's like, nope, like your leg's asleep. We can't do this. Try again another day. Or like, you know, it's whatever my sometimes it's people like upper back I get a lot of people saying the restlessness in the legs and that's most likely just because of the way you're sitting you might be compressing a nerve a little bit but if it's the mind psyching you out just say like I used to say no like no we're doing this it's five minutes uncross your legs switch the cross of them we're going back to this so just realize that maybe it's your mind that's psyching you out especially if you have some resistance to this and then just like we're doing this and it was literally like when I committed to okay like this is happening regardless if this leg is asleep or not everything changed like my my leg stopped falling asleep I haven't had it fall asleep and like it did it for like the first month or two when I was meditating and it, it doesn't do that anymore how do you practice mindfulness so the way I was taught is that there's a difference between meditation and being mindful. So to me, being mindful is or practicing mindfulness is being present in the moment. You're not thinking of the past or the future. You're simply being in the moment and everything that's coming up for you. Smells, sight, touch, feeling, hearing. So as you are in the moment. So yes, there is mindfulness in your meditation practice, but meditation is single point of concentration. So we're simply focusing on one thing and mindfulness is just being present in the moment, like noticing everything that's coming up for you. Think of your five senses, sight, smell, touch, feeling, and hearing. So another question I received, sorry, it was just worded a little weirdly. I was just <laughs> taking a moment to reread it. I just can't seem to set a meditation routine. Does anyone else face this problem? So for me, I always tell my clients to meditate first thing in the morning or last thing at night, like I was saying. So it can be the first five to 10 minutes in the morning or the last five to 10 minutes at night. You make it non-negotiable. Write yourself a note if you have to, you know, like I used to put on a sticky note beside my bed, lemon water meditation. So it was like I couldn't forget that I was doing it. Make it non-negotiable. Put it in your calendar. Write it down. Put it on a sticky note. Tell people in your life too, I am doing my meditation practice. Unless the house is burning down, please do not interrupt me. It's five to ten minutes. Honestly, someone's probably watching TV or scrolling social media while you're doing it. Or like encourage your kids to come do it. Encourage your partner to come do it. You know, my husband does it occasionally with me. He doesn't do it every single day. But sometimes I'm like, hey, I'm doing a meditation. Do you want to join me? And he's like, yeah. And sometimes he does his own thing and sometimes he doesn't. Make it a part of people's routine if they want to join you. And if they don't, don't force them. But say, this is I'm doing this right now. So yeah, just make sure that you do it in the morning before anything else or at the end of the day before you fall asleep. It honestly just takes discipline, but it's totally, totally worth it. You just have to make it a daily habit. 
And then I get this question a lot too. So what kind of meditation should I start with? So there's so, so many different types of meditations out there. I know I was rehearsed. I was taught in my teacher training seven different styles. However, (laughs) pick one. So I'm going to tell you the ones that I suggest for my clients. Stick with one of these for the first little bit until it becomes a habit and then you can experiment with other ones. So guided meditations are so, so beautiful and they're easy to get into because somebody is literally guiding you through the meditation. There's also a lot of different like visualizations, right? So guided meditations, even though I say pick with one, I don't mean like do the same guided meditation over and over, although you could if you really liked it. That would be like a great way, great way to get into the practice. But guided meditations, you know, pick a teacher that really resonates with you. So like try not to go all over the place, although if that's your style, you do you. Pick a teacher you really like and then just do their guided meditations for like a month or two straight. You know, there's guided meditations for peace. There's guided meditations for stress relief. There's guided meditations to, you know, manifest more confidence in your life. It's you're like, you're taking out all the guesswork, you know, like, should I be breathing this way? Should I be doing it this way? If you do any of my guided meditations online, like I have some on Insight Timer. I have some on my meditation or my membership. I have a couple on YouTube as well. I always do a breathing and or a relaxation technique beforehand. So you're kind of getting the best of both worlds, right? Like you're not just, I find a lot of people can't just hop into a guided meditation. They kind of need to like set the framework. Usually that involves breath work and or a little bit of relaxation technique. So sometimes like it's a tense and release exercise that I'm doing with you to release tension from your physical body. Sometimes it's a little bit of your belly breath. So someone is taking you through all of this. They're telling you what to visualize. They're telling you how to breathe. So like you're just following their instructions. And this is a really beautiful way to get into your meditation practice. And yes, guided meditations are meditations, right? Single point of concentration. We're, we're simply focusing on one thing, the thing that the person is guiding us through. So Yeah, if you want to join me on any of my guided meditations, like I was saying, I have about four or five of them on Insight Timer. You can join my membership site, which also has the yoga and the meditation on it. And then just find, like, if there's anyone else that you know and that you absolutely love online, do their guided meditations. There's quite a few people out there. They're all really amazing and you just have to find the person that's right, the right fit for you and just commit to this daily practice because I, I'm not kidding you guys. It will absolutely change your life. Everyone who does it wishes they started sooner. And it's just, it's one of those things that like, even on day one, you may not notice any initial relief from it or like, oh, I, I don't really feel any different. I was kind of expecting something, but I don't feel any change. Just know that you're doing internal work for your brain that is like so beneficial and there's just it's like you're working out that brain muscle it's incredibly good for you it's incredibly healthy for the for the mind and the brain to get this type of exercise and then you will see that reciprocal effect into your daily life where you're more calmer where you're less reactive and more responsive where you're genuinely happier and more full of joy where you're practicing more gratitude 
and you're less stress, less anxiety, less depression in your life. Meditation, I can't, I cannot say this enough. You got to start. Five minutes is all you need. You're probably going to spend that time anyways on social media, scrolling. You might as well do something that's way, way more healthier for you, will bring you way more joy in the long run. So I hope you guys enjoyed that little Q&A for how to start your meditation practice. And I can't wait to see you guys be in your ear next week. Have an incredible rest of your week, you guys. I'll see you next Monday.